delightful. Chicago's finest internet radio show, making a world a better place, one show at a time. The George Water Jr. Show is now on the air. Take it away, Dad. All right, welcome to the George Water Jr. Show. All right, thanks for that. Welcome to the George Wilder Jr. Show. Folks, for a minute there, I didn't think I was going to be on the air. We had a few internet problems. It, the internet is uh, awfully slow. Sometimes the computer, as you know, everything is computerized. So it freezes up. It goes down. It comes back. You know, this is internet. This is the world we're living in. 
<laughs> so, you know, and it's susceptible to being hacked. That could have been hacked. Who knows? Uh, this is the age of people hacking into your computer, hacking into your uh, accounts or whatever you're doing. People are able to do that and get away with it. So we have to be vigilant about that. Anyway, welcome to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Blog Talk Radio. Uh, I've had a three-day hiatus, been doing some writing, some practicing, some playing, some guitar work and all that kind of thing. I know you know about that. I'm online everywhere. You can see me with my guitar. Um, that's one of the things about it. If, if when you have talent, you have talent in more than just one area. You are a talented individual. And I know that I'm talking to a lot of talented people out there in the world today. You got your own thing that you're doing. Maybe it's a passion. Maybe it's a hobby. Maybe it's something you're getting paid for. Because if you're getting paid for it, it's no longer a hobby. It's no longer a passion. It is a business. You know that, right? <laughs> I, I was uh, sweating uh, trying to uh, 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 fix everything and produce everything and actually trying to put things together to make sure that I can come on the air and do some parts of the show. We've lost 30 minutes uh, into the show, and I want to apologize to any guest that, that was waiting to come on to the show. Uh, we, we were having uh, uh, Internet problems, so uh, you can always reschedule. You know, I'm in... Hit me up, uh, email me, call me, or whatever you want to do, um, and we can reschedule. You know, things happen, things happen, things happen. But anyway, we're here. We got a, we got a, a uh, basically a good uh, uh, 40, uh, 30, 40, 50 minutes into the show. So we're going to try and take it from there. Again, I want to apologize to any guest or any caller that was calling in that couldn't reach me because of computer problems. It is the world we live in. It is the era that we live in. Every Everything is computerized, cars, boats, you name it, it's computerized. Airplanes, everything computerized. So there's always that uh, the computer is not working properly. Uh, your apparatus or whatever you're doing will not work properly. It's kind of it's kind of scary when you think of cars being co computerized. You know, most of the new cars are computerized. Some of the cars can drive themselves. Some cars can park themselves. Because I think one of the hardest things about to learn, learning how to drive a car is parking. It, and, I mean, anybody can go straight and back up. But parking is has always been an Achilles heel for a lot of people, even myself. But I learned to do it. And I did it pretty well after I learned it. But it, it's kind of scary to know that a car can drive itself. If a car can drive itself, it, it's computerized. Therefore, if anything that's computerized can be hacked. Your car can be hacked. A hacker can take over your automobile, you know, while you're driving it. A, a hacker can hack into your car, into your car's computer system, and ha and you could have a crash. They can, you know, because... Anything that's uh, computerized is susceptible to being hacked, even computers like the one I'm using. So, like, once, once again, for the last time, I apologize to anybody out there who's waiting to call in, who's waiting to be on the show, and I couldn't do it because of uh, Internet problems. All right, you can always reschedule. Okay, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Block Talk Radio. We just got here. And it is 6.39 straight up. Central Time, Central Standard Time, Chicago Time, Illinois Time. And um, folks, there are more people in the news who are being ruined uh, with this sexual harassment thing. I mean, Harvey Weinstein, you had Kevin Spacey, 
uh, Al Franken. You had all of these prominent people, rich people, most of them, uh, actors, actors, producers, directors. I mean, all of these folks and just common, ordinary people in the workplace being accused of sexual harassment. Just think of how many people have get, lost their jobs right now that we don't know, even know now uh, in the private and public sector who have been accused of sexual harassment. The women are, the women are going to their bosses and saying, hey, wow, Jack just touched, touched me on my behind. And then suddenly Jack is out of work because Jack admitted doing it. This is what we have going on in the country today. Even people who I, whom I looked up to are, are uh, ruining uh, their jobs. They're losing their jobs. These are rich people. They're, uh, not that I know rich people. I don't. I'm, I'm not rich, so don't even think about it. But anyway, these are rich folks that are, are uh, prominent folks, television people, television personalities who are, who are losing their jobs, becoming ruined. Just, just a minute ago, before I came on the air, and it took quite a while. Uh, Charlie Rose. Uh, I mean, I've been watching this guy on television, PBS. He's been all over the television dial. I mean, he's been on cable. He's been on just uh, uh, broadcast television. And for, for many, many, many years, like, I don't know, 30, 40 years. And, you, and I looked up to this guy. I used to watch his program late at night on PBS. And I'm hearing he was on one of the uh, daytime shows, too. Uh, he, he looks so much like a a father figure. He looks so much like a, uh, a statesman-like guy. You just look up to these people. And suddenly, uh, eight women have come out and said that he sexually assaulted them. Charlie Rose. I mean, wow. He's gone. He won't be on TV no more. Anymore. <laughs> He's gone. It's just is just phenomenal at the, uh, yeah, eight women accused Charlie Rose of sexual misconduct. And you got Al Franken, a Democratic sitting senator. Two women have accused him, accused him of sexual harassment. And he basically said he was sorry. Uh, Charlie Rose said he was sorry. Uh, and, uh, but, but that's not going to stop them from losing their positions. You know, that's not going to stop them. Sexual harassment is somewhat of a crime. You know, and uh, wow, this this is just taking a since the Harvey Weinstein incident. This is just taking legs of its own and grown into a big time monster. Wow, Charlie Rhodes. I mean, I, I I am totally totally. And Brett Brett Ratner, a director. I mean, he he's directed many movies, the Charlie Chan and, and uh, Chris Tucker movies. He directed those movies. He made those movies. And now he's been uh, accused of sexual harassment, and he may lose his jobs as director of making movies. It, it, it's just the feet are still, I mean, the, <laughs> I can't say it, but I don't know. The, uh, it, it, the feet are still, uh, the bombs are starting to fall. I mean, it, in Hollywood, in the news media, in every workplace there is that there has been sexual harassment. The bosses, the bosses, the owners are doing it, have done it, will do it. But Charlie Rose is out. He's out. Um, Brett, Brett Ratner is out. Kevin Spacey has been totally destroyed, and he's gay. 
Um, wow. More and more and more and more people. Dustin Hoffman. You, I mean, there's so many, so many out there that ha- that has grabbed Arnold Schwarzenegger. He he has admitted it at at, at times that he said he groped women. <laughs> he admitted it. He was he's on camera saying he admitted. It. I'm I'm surprised that a lot of these women haven't come out after after uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, even though they they came out years ago when he was governor and said that he groped them and he also apologized for doing it. Uh, but uh, these big time stars, these big names, these Hollywood moguls and people you see all all day on your television uh, sets, news anchors and people you look up to. A lot of people are saying a lot of people are saying they're disappointed in Al Franken. I'm disappointed in Al Franken. I thought he was one of the best senators uh, in Congress. But now there there is an ethic ethics probe uh, about to be taken taken hold of him, which he which he himself says that he sh- it should happen. He he agrees with it. But still in all, that's not going to stop the Republicans from wanting to say he should be expelled from Congress. But you know, folks, the biggest sexual harasser, the biggest uh, sexual harasser, assaulter, and maybe even rapist is our president, Donald Trump. This guy is probably the king of sexual harassment, but yet nobody does anything about him. He keeps while everybody else is losing their jobs because of sexual harassment. Donald Trump gets to keep his and gets to double down on 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 whatever he's doing. Now he's looking to start a war with North Korea. He wants a war because he feels that a war is going to help him keep his job. You know, even after Mueller finds indicts him and in, impeaches him, he he feels that he before that happens he wants to keep his job. He's not going to keep his job. The American people are going to throw his ass out. The biggest harasser in all time is our president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. And nobody seems and everybody seems to just ignore that. You can't ignore that. The guy talked about grabbing pussy. He talked about. Uh, going into women's dressing room while they were dressing or undressed. Even the women have complained about it. A lot of women have six, 19 women have come out and said something. A few of those women have sued. And you wonder what happened to all these women who were suing and all of these uh, court dates were, that were supposed to, that were set. Nothing. Why? Because Donald Trump and his goons paid off these women big time so they could shut up and drop the lawsuits against them. He settled a lot of these things out of court because he's, he has a lots of money, but yet the bigger uh, sexual harasser is the grope groper in chief Donald Trump. And these people, they know it. So all of these people who are being accused of sexual harassment, it's bad. It's terrible. It shouldn't have happened. But the biggest one we got is in the White House and he's still there and he's still there. Even in Alabama, this guy Roy Moore, who's running for uh, uh, a Senate seat in Congress, uh, he's been he's being tortured alive, you know, uh, by his own Republican Party of wanting to step stepping down because of his uh, inappropriateness with 14, 14 and sixteen year old girls, which is uh, can be. 
just about statutory rape under age girls, whether they do sexual intercourse or sexual behavior of any kind uh, or not. They're under age, so anybody who's over 21, uh, 25, 26, that, and you dating a, a uh, uh, underage girl, that's statutory rape. That's j- that's that's totally jail time. But nothing uh, touches Trump. And this guy, Roy Moore, who is in a lot of trouble, he he and his party is saying this is a dem- this, this is democratic strategy that's trying to ruin him. That's a total lie. The whole world knows that's a lie. It's not Democrats that are coming after him. It's the people in his own party that is coming after him. He always they they're always bringing Democrats uh, into the fold when they're getting in trouble. They're getting stomped and abused, uh, and, and, and talked about and and urged to resign from their own party. And then they're going to say, "Well, it's the Democrats. It's it's not the Democrats. It's the majority of people from your own party." Yeah, there's some Democrats who's saying that this is not right. This is wrong. And also. It's the American people who want this guy to step down. I mean, who we already have a serial uh, sexual harasser in the White House, uh, and there are a number of serial sexual harassers in Congress. We'll just put another one to put another one there. And it is so phenomenal to me that so many people in the state of Alabama is supporting this guy. The I mean, so many people are supporting Majority of the people who are supporting him are Republicans. Uh, because Roy Moore is a Republican, but he's still saying that the, his demise is his downfall is being caused by Democrats. His downfall is being caused by his sexual behavior against uh, underage girls. That's what it's for. The, he's a Republican that uh, uh, is just like all the other Republicans. They look to to try to deflect, divert uh, attention away from the real issues. He will never sit in Congress. It ain't going to happen because the Democrat that's running against him is uh, 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 um, triple digits ahead of him in the race. So he'll never get there. And he's going to blame Democrats. Look at Mitch McConnell. Look at Paul Ryan. These are people in your party. Look at Congress. You know, the president is not going to say anything (laughs) about this because he's a sexual harasser, and he doesn't think there's anything wrong with grabbing women by their butts, because that's what uh, he talked about, grabbing their uh, gentles. That's what he talked about. So that's why he's not going to mention anything. But anyway, Donald Trump is one of the uh, uh, worst presidents we have, we've ever had. I mean, this country has ever known. And uh, Bob Mueller, Robert Mueller, the special counsel, the vesti- in, on the investigations into Russia, please hurry up and indict this guy so we can get him thrown out. But a lot of the Democrats in Congress, they don't want him thrown out. They they don't want him impeached. They, uh, but the American people do, and they're trying to convince the American people not to not to impeach Trump. You know, but Trump is doing things every day, every hour. I mean, did you see did you see some of the footage from the Asia trip that he took abroad, how he was just kissing the ass of this Russian thug? 
he was really gushing and blushing in front of Vladimir Putin. He was just, uh, he was like a, it was like, he was like a kid in a candy store whenever he was around this guy. But he gets back to America and continue his war on American people. Donald Trump needs to go. He needs to go. But if he goes, a lot of us feel that Mike Pence will will get the job and he will not do and he will do just the same or worse than Donald Trump. But you have to f- remember, Mike Pence is caught up in this investigation. He and Trump and Jeff Sessions and a lot of those goons in the White House may be heading off to jail. And I hope it happens soon before Trump starts the war just because so he can stay in office. And one other thing, Trump is still, uh, he is still um, uh, trying to control the NBA, not the NBA, but the National Football League. He's trying, still trying to control the National Football League and the players on the field when it's not his problem, it's not his business, it's not his affair. He said the other day that... um, that uh, uh was it yesterday or, or two days ago that uh LaShawn Lynch should be uh fired or thrown off the field for kneeling that's LaShawn Lynch that's uh, the that's up to the coaches the managers the owners that's not up to Donald Trump he's always trying to interfere in something that none of his business none of his business Instead of uh, 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 keeping his mind on worldly things or all things America, he has to come and pick on uh, the American people. He's already trying to throw you off your Medicaid and your Medicare, keep you from seeing a doctor. All right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show. Uh, Basically, what I'm talking about here, folks, is Charlie Rhodes. I mean, this guy... Okay, talk show host Charlie Rose has been accused of sexual misconduct by eight women. That's something. <laughs> eight, I mean, uh, wow. Al Franken so far has only been accused by two. The Washington Post reported on Monday, Rose, who has a long who has long hosted the, an interview show on PBS and also co-anchored CBS This Morning, is accused of making sexual advances toward multiple women. I never, when I was watching uh, a lot of these shows with, with Charlie Rhodes, it never dawned on me that he was a sexual predator. Maybe the majority of us. It never dawned on us that he was a sexual predator. It never done. He was he, he was such a fatherly figure. He was such someone you can look up to. He was such some someone who, uh, uh, you listen to him and you learn things. Uh, you looked up to him because he seemed like such a straight up guy, uh, admirable kind of a guy, a statesman kind of guy, and you looked up to him. This is another disappointment. It's a disappointment to me because I, I looked up to up to uh, uh, Charlie Rose. I I learned from him. You know, by watching him and listening to him talk and and uh, absorbing all of the knowledge, some of the knowledge that he espoused uh, 
especially on television on, on these shows. So I look. It was a disappointment. Al Franken was a disappointment. You know, because I looked up to Al Franken too. I mean, he was a senator. He was someone out there fighting for the good cause, fighting for the people, and uh, can't keep his hand where it's not supposed to be. <laughs> wow. Okay. Rose, who was a long hosted, long hosted an interview show on PBS and also co-anchors CBS this morning, is accused of making sexual advances towards multiple women, some of the some of whom work on his show. Uh, he is also accused of groping women and walking in front of them while they were naked, just like Donald Trump. Uh, a PBS spokesman said the network is immediately suspending suspending distri- distribution of the program, which is produced by an independent company in response to the allegations. Everybody's going down. I mean, uh, PBS was shocked to learn today of these deeply disturbing allegations. Not only PBS, <laughs> millions of people too, myself included. You know, so... Wow. Charlie Rose is suspended immediately. This is a quote. Charlie Rose is suspended immediately while we look into this matter, the network said in a statement. Even Kevin Spacey, the House of Cards, I've got a season of that show here. He's been ruined. I mean, the movies that he had coming out, they're still coming out, but they're reshooting the parts that were that belonged to Kevin Spacey. His career is over. Harvey Weinstein's career is over. Kevin Spacey is 58 years old. He's gay, but he has, he's still, in my book, he's still young and he still has so much in him to do, but he's done in, he's done in Hollywood. Financially, none of these people will be hurting, but you know, they will not be able to do some of the things that they love. So, uh, and Charlie Rose, I just feel so, so, uh, so bad for him. I'm quoting here: Charlie Rose was a sexual predator, and I was his victim. Uh, one of the women said, "Wow." She said she worked for Rose, Rose's interview show starting back in 2007, and said he made multiple advances when. The two were alone together. When the two were alone together. Several women described Rose putting his hands on their legs. Others said he repeatedly made lewd early morning or late night phone calls to her. Okay. Another said, okay. One woman said Rose groped her breasts while she were driving in a car together. Rose reportedly gave women shoulder rubs without their permission and action. One source told the Post was known among staffers as the Krusty Paul. Wow. Charlie Rhodes. Well, we won't hear no more. <laughs> we won't hear much about him no more. He won't be on television hosting any show. He'll be in the news as a groper, sexual harasser. A lot of these folks, including Charlie Rose, Harvey Weinstein, Al Franken, uh, Kevin Spacey, should register as sex offenders. <laughs> That's what they should do. Uh, that, If any of this goes to trial, 
and they lose. That's what they will have to do, register as sex offenders. But like I said, a lot of these folks are, are, are rich. They have money. I mean, they can, they can ride out the storm. Um, but a lot of people who are, are, are just working in private industry, private companies, private industries, public, just, just uh, main street, uh, uh, employees, you know, it, it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. I mean, sexual harassment is in the workplace and I, I can imagine, uh, from this standpoint, a lot of people being fired, factories, restaurants, uh, pizza joints. Manufacturing companies, uh, corporations, offices. Uh, I think a lot of uh, sexual harassment occur in an office environment. Believe me, I was I was in one for three or four years, and uh, but the sexual harassment wasn't coming from the men; it was coming from the women. Okay, and and a lot of times when the women are doing the sexual har sexual harassment, the men aren't going to say anything, anything whatsoever. <laughs> Because most men like it, you know, but uh, but uh, if a man is doing the groping and the sexual harassing and so all of a sudden that particular guy try to get a promotion or get a raise or, uh, you know, uh, it's going to come out just like here. It's going to come out. And a lot of this stuff is uh, can be thankful. A lot of this can uh People can thank Harvey Weinstein for all of this. <laughs> and maybe it's good that this came out, you know, because, you know, you got a lot of countries in the world. Uh, um, there's other countries in the world who put up with sexual harassment. Uh, women put up with it because a lot of women don't have the rights that they have in a lot of other countries that they have here. A lot of men think that women, all women are good for is is screwing. And being felt on and rubbed on and groped on, you know, but uh, the women, women in America, I don't think they deserve that. I don't think women deserve that, especially if they're not seeking it or they haven't sought it. You know, I mean, you've you got women, of course, women dress, dress prov provocatively uh, tight sometimes, but that doesn't mean that you got to grab them. OK, if they're if they're not consenting, don't do it. I mean, your life could be ruined if you do it, you know, and you do have a lot of women out here who are who will exaggerate for the cameras who just want attention. Believe me, I'm not playing it down. I'm just trying to um, uh, understand both sides here, understand both sides. here. But the majority of the time it is a man's problem. But women also grope women. I've had a woman grope me. So. <laughs> So, and I'm not going to run off to the television cameras. Oh, she touched me. I would look like a fool. I would, people would look, oh, he's a man. <laughs> he should like it, you know. But um, sexual harassment in any form, woman or man, I, I don't think it's, 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 it's something that should happen. It's if you're not, you know, if it's not consented. You know, I mean, if it's if it's consent sex, you can grow them all day long and they'll like it. But if it's not consensual, you know, it, it's wrong if it's not consensual. All right. You've been listening to the George Walter Jr. Show on Blog Talk Radio. I'm just so, so. Um, I'm so disappointed in, in Al Franken and Charlie Rose. 
Rhodes, I am totally disappointed, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people are. It just goes to show you that you really can't trust anybody. You really, and Trump is doing something else. Something else popped up on my computer. It says, the Trump administration to end temporary residency program for all for almost 60,000 Haitians, giving them 18 months to return home. He's throwing he's throwing Haitians Americans out of the out of the U.S. telling them telling them to go home. Ah, uh, this guy's always doing something. But I've always said, watch when it, whenever Trump does something. You better have your eyes on Congress because Trump is a dis distraction, and Congress they they are are doing things under our noses. While we're following Trump, they're doing something under our noses uh, to uh, make things worse on 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 our lives. So so Trump is the Trump administration to end temporary residency programs for almost sixty thousand. Haitians, giving them 18, um, 18 months to get out of the uh, United States. The only person that should be getting out of the United States is Donald Trump himself. That's the person that should be getting the hell up out of this country because he's ruining this country. He is uh, tearing it down, and, and the Republicans are, are, are repeatedly letting this guy just tear American, America down, and they do nothing, they do nothing, they do nothing.
news in the Russia investigation. A source is now telling CNN that the special counsel, Robert Mueller, is trying to arrange a talk with the British publicist who set up the 2016 Trump Tower meeting between a Russian lawyer and Donald Trump Jr. Our justice correspondent, Jessica Schneider, is here with more. Jessica, Jared Kushner attended that meeting. Paul Man Manafort, who has since been indicted, he also attended that meeting. That's right. It was that publicist, Rob Goldstone, who actually first pitched the meeting to Donald Trump Jr. All right, welcome to the George Wilder Jr. Show on Blog Talk Radio out of the city of Chicago, the state of Illinois. Folks, we are in some trying times. We are in some dark times. We must fight for an America without hate. We must fight for an America without bigotry. We must fight for an America without racism. We must fight for our rights. We must fight to continue to be Americans. Some of those rights are being threatened, taken away. But we have to get out here and fight the good fight. You know, and it has to be done, folks. It has to be in a non-violent way. We know how to do things non-violently. So let's go out and make our voices heard. Fighting non-violently. This is CNN Tonight. I'm Don Lemon. Breaking news on the Russia investigation, first on CNN. The president's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, told congressional investigators that he had no communication with WikiLeaks. He also said he did not recall any other member of the campaign who had. But Kushner did receive and forward an email from Donald Trump Jr. about contact Trump Jr. had with WikiLeaks, according to a new report this week and a letter from the Senate Judiciary Committee. We do not know the content of what was in that email. Kushner's lawyer just released a letter <laughs> saying in part this. As to the WikiLeaks document to which you refer, this has been mischaracterized in the press. Mr. Kushner had no contacts with that organization and was, along with others, forwarded an email from Donald Trump Jr. that has been widely reported and disseminated. This is no new document concerning Mr. Kushner. There is no new document concerning Mr. Kushner. We'll have more on this in a moment for you here on this program. But first, I want to turn to President Trump, seemingly doing everything he can to avoid talking about Roy Moore and the sexual allegations against him. He wants us to believe Al Franken, Harvey Weinstein, and Bill Clinton's accusers, but not his own. More than a dozen women, as a matter of fact. And today, he sent Sarah Sanders out to take questions that he should really be answering himself. Senator Franken has admitted wrongdoing, and the president hasn't. That is absolutely true. The president hasn't admitted anything. He'd like to sweep the allegations against him under the rug. He'd like you to forget all about the women who accused him. And here they are in no specific order. Number one, Nenny Laksonanen, a former Miss Finland. In 2006, while posing for a picture with Trump and, other contestant, and another contestant, she says, quote, he grabbed my butt before an appearance on The Late Show with David Letterman. Number two, Jessica Leeds says she sat next to Trump on a flight. It was I around 1980. Here's how she described that to our Anderson Cooper. He was grabbing my breasts. 
and trying to turn me towards him and and kissing me and then after a bit that's when his hands started going i was wearing a skirt and he, his hands started going towards my knee and up my skirt donald trump told a new york times reporter quote none of this ever took place gotta move and take it out number three mindy mcgillivray she told the palm beach post that trump groped her 14 years ago when she was assisting a photographer at Mar-a-Lago. He didn't give me a second glance. He knew what he did. I know he knew what he did. The Trump campaign threatened a lawsuit, which has yet to happen. Number four, Rachel Crooks says 12 years ago, she was a receptionist at the building where Trump worked. After she said hello and shook his hand, she says Trump kissed her on the cheeks and then on the mouth. She told the New York Times, quote, I was so upset that he thought I was so insignificant that he could do that. Jason Miller, who was then a Trump spokesman, called the Times that article fiction. And number five is Natasha Stoinoff, a writer for People magazine, was at Mar-a-Lago in 2005 to write about Trump and his wife Melania's one year anniversary. She says Trump pushed her against a wall and started, quote, forcing his tongue down her throat. Trump's campaign told people the incident never happened. Number six, of course. Temple Taggart, a former Miss Utah, claims Trump gave her a non-consensual embrace and kissed her on the lips during a rehearsal for Miss USA when she was 21 years old. Taggart says Trump did it again later during a meeting at Trump Tower. She spoke to our Aaron Burnett. He's married. This is awkward for me. He's much older. This is not at all what I came here for. Trump told NBC, quote, I don't even know who she is. Number seven huh. is Kristen Anderson. She says she was at a Manhattan nightclub. She was an apprentice contestant. She says Trump first kissed her during a meeting in New York. But since she says she hoped to get a job at the Trump Organization, she met with him, met to have dinner with him in Los Angeles, and says that she was escorted into a room next to where he was getting dressed. Servos greatly a decade ago. There's number nine. Kathy Heller says she met Trump at Mar-a-Lago. It was during Mother's Day, a brunch at 20 years ago. She told The Guardian she had been introduced to Trump by her mother-in-law. She said he, quote, took my hand and grabbed me and went for the lips all without her consent. Jason Miller called that a false accusation. Number 10 now, Jill Harth says she and her then-boyfriend were involved in a business venture with Donald Trump. Are you she know says Trump lying. made unwanted Trump, sexual Trump advances towards her, including groping her under her skirt on two occasions in 1992, of... mm, in 1993. Thugs. And then there was a statement from Hope Hicks again to CNN. Quote, Mr. Trump denies each and every statement made by Ms. Harth. Number 11 is Jessica Drake, an adult film performer and director, says Trump invited her to his suite at a charity golf tournament in Lake Tahoe. That was in 2000. The use of his private plane if she would go out to dinner or attend a party with him. The Trump campaign statement called the story totally false and ridiculous. It doesn't. But there's a 13th accuser who wishes to remain anonymous. She is a friend of CNN's Aaron Burnett. And she says Trump tried to kiss her on the lips at Trump Tower in 2010. She says he invited her into his office alone, told her she was special, and gave her his cell phone number. 
She told Aaron, quote, I ran the hell out of there. 13 women, 13 stories of behavior that was at the very, very, very least inappropriate. Maybe President Trump is right. Maybe you think they're all lying. But how do we explain Donald Trump's own words? Powers and April Ryan. Good evening. Interesting when you put it all together like that, huh, Kirsten? Yeah. Look, I mean, it's it's tough to watch, I think. And I think it's tough to watch in light of what we've been watching almost on a daily basis. It's just, um, you know, we're just having a lot of uh, video of women telling stories about being mistreated by powerful men. And but Kirsten, here's the, the thing. The message from this White House is to avoid any real position on Roy Moore. You're mm -hmm. supposed to believe Al Franken's accuser and other accusers, right? Every single one of them. But then when it comes to Trump's accusers, all of them are liars. Is that, yeah. does that about sum it up? Yeah, I mean, yeah. And look, and, and if, if you're on Twitter and you ever criticize Donald Trump for uh, when these women came forward, what's the automatic response? It's always Bill Clinton. They always want to talk about other people who have accusation against them and they take them completely at face value. They are completely true whenever they are made against a Democrat, when they're made against a Republican, specifically Donald Trump. There's no truth to them whatsoever. Jack, so talk to me here. Do you see hypocrisy wafting from the White House? I do see um, some uh, a standard that if I was uh, a big critic that, that I'd have some questions about and I'm a big fan and I have some questions about so I think that the criticism is legitimate. Which are, I, what are your I, questions? Well, I, I do think that the president attacking Al Franken and maybe being less than loud on um, uh, Roy Moore is disturbing. But I do want to point out that Ivanka, Jeff Sessions, and the president have um, Sessions and Ivanka Live have um, issued statements about Roy Moore. Uh, Jeff Sessions saying he had no reason to doubt the women, and Ivanka saying there's a place in hell for um, uh, men who molest young women, young girls in this case. I can't remember the exact quote. And then the president did say if this is true, he needs to get out of the race. And he backed up the Senate decision to withdraw money from the race. Um, I think, though, that if the president goes out I saying more, realize. that he's just going to have more of these type shows where, um, uh, you know, allegations against him are going to be resurrected over and over again. Um, you know, I was involved in the campaign during this week in particular. I remember um, the Access Hollywood story came out at five o'clock on a Friday and I was doing MSNBC the next morning and CNN as well and immediately spent the next week looking at some of these allegations and I, and I do think that um, you know in the world where you are innocent until proven guilty there were some questionable stories. Um, you think all of them are lying? I, I don't know about all of them but I, I would say for example on Jessica Drake just Google her. Um, I, I don't think she's a reliable witness. Um, I, if she was offered $10,000, I can tell you she did a lot more for less. Just look, and, well, you know, and listen, I don't want to impugn to... anyone's reputation, but there are people who, are said, who have said, and we have not reported here, the same thing about uh, the Franken accuser, considering that she was a model and for a playboy and all that. But what does that have to do with mm -hmm. the price of tea? 
in well, China. It has nothing to do with anything. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what it had to do with, wow. particularly at that time, Don, is that all these women came forward in almost a one-week period of time. And let's all admit that Gloria Aldridge is the celebrity um, defense lawyer. Allred, I'm sorry. Um, you know, she, she may be the best, but she's also the one who's out there the fastest, particularly when it comes to, I'd say, maybe even some with a political flair. But, um, uh, you know, I'll give you another example. I, I want to get April in. I want to okay, get April I, I, in. Because uh, we've been, uh, we've been wasting thank time. Thank you. you know, listen, April, first thank Sarah you. Sanders, and you, you, know, you were there today and you, at this press briefing, that this is a conversation that should be taken seriously. But then what comes with that, though, for her is an asterisk, which means not for the president. Right. Go ahead. Well, well, here's the issue. When you have a president who is the moral leader and he's pointing fingers at people for something that he's alleged to have done, you've, rec you've recounted 13 times, it's tough. And listening to Jack at the very beginning, he was, that was poignant what Jack said. Jack is concerned himself. For him to be such a staunch supporter and someone in the campaign trail uh, with this president, it's a real issue. When you talk about uh, going after Al Franken and being silent on Roy Moore at this moment, and then you have 12 accusers, it is, the silence is deafening. He not only has to speak about Roy Moore now, but he also has to speak about his himself. He's got to save himself now um, if he can do that. Uh, as it relates to these uh, sexual misconduct uh, allegations. So this is a real issue, and this is something, this is an albatross around this president's neck. And this could, this could stay with him for a while. He may weather the storm, but it still stays with him. And then what's damning for this president is that Access Hollywood tape, I mean, you had Tic Tac come out, the Tic Tac company come out talking about this is not, we don't condone this. I mean, this was such a real issue when it came out. And this, it was not locker room. This was joking in the midst of trying to move on to meet with a woman, a beautiful woman that they were going to talk to. And yeah. it's, the yeah. president has to speak. He yeah. has to speak. Well, listen, we've got. <laughs> All right, making the world every, a better place, <laughs> one show at a time. The George Wilder Jr. Show is now the George Wilder Jr. Show is now on the air. <laughs> All right. This is the Dollamore Daily, and I'm Jesse Dollamore. Uh, <laughs> I, I was just thinking about that uh, tweet that Donald Trump sent 
Al Franken, calling him Al Frankenstein. Oh, man, this guy, he's always with the name calling. Childish, it just childish to the fact. And he called Al Franken, Al Frankenstein, and he misspelled Frankenstein. This is something that's been going on forever in his stupid, dumb, idiotic tweets. He misspells words. He used bad grammar. <laughs> and he gets away with it. Donald Trump is, I don't know, he's, he's an embarrassment to America. He's an embarrassment to himself. He's an embarrassment to the world. He misspelled Frankenstein. And that was totally inappropriate for him to call another fellow, a fellow American, a blaspheme name. If you don't agree with him, there's politics, you don't agree with something he's done, you ain't got to debase him with, with childish, childish name calling that a third year, third grade student could spell Frankenstein. He, he's pathetic. He, he's pathetic. He should be impeached. And I got a feeling he's not going to, uh, serve out his four-year four year, uh, term as president. I just got that feeling. If he does, it'll be a miracle. It'll be because of the Republicans in Congress will not do anything or want to do anything about him because they need him to get their agenda through Congress, which is a war on the American people. They need Donald Trump to get their crap through. I'm talking about Mitch McConnell and Paul, Paul Ryan. They need Donald Trump. More than Donald Trump needs them, and Donald Trump well, actually he needs them uh, uh, that he needs them not to impeach him. So uh, he's going to sign their bills that they get through into law. So they're they're kind of washing each other's back here, washing each other back. You know, uh, Donald Trump Donald Trump distracts uh, Congress, uh, uh, pushes bills through Congress without. Uh, reading them without letting us know about them or anything. So it, it, it's it's a game they're playing. Donald distracts. He just got through. Dis he's distracting some more with Korea. He's distracting some more with throwing uh, 60,000 uh, Haitians out of the country. That's a distraction. While we're paying attention to that, the uh, Republicans in Congress are doing their dirt because we're focusing on this. Donald Trump is the biggest distractor in the world, and he is totally to and he has totally, totally obstructed justice. There is no doubt about that. He wants to now to get, he wants to get his paws in sports in the NFL so badly. He wants to be a prominent player. He wants to be able to say which players get fired and which players get hired. Because remember. Uh, maybe 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago, he had an interest or in, in football, buying a, buying, I remember that he had an interest in buying a football team, being a part of a football league, and he was rejected by the owners. And he's pissed off about that. So that's, this is one way of him trying to get into uh, this, uh, 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 the football, because he, the football league, because he wants to try to get in there and continue all right, you've been listening to the George Wilder Jr. Show at 7, 7.26 straight up Chicago time. I want to once again want to apologize about the uh, time lapse. We were on, we got on 30 minutes 
30 minutes later than what we should have gotten on because of uh, a computer glitch. So I want to say to everybody, thanks for tuning into the show. And I hope you join me tomorrow. It'll be a lot more fun. we got guests. We're going to have a bunch of surprises, hopefully. All right. uh, Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you for tuning in, and thank you for accepting my apology. Bye-bye. Have a good evening. Oh,